For professional advice with a personal touch, consult F.L. Fuller Landau, chartered professional accountants and business advisors. Click on flmontreal.com. Welcome to today's Entrepreneur, presented by FL Montreal, a program about the entrepreneurial spirit that drives Quebec business. My name is Dan Delmar, along with FL Montreal's Josh Miller. Good evening, Josh. Hello, Dan. And nice to have you back. Uh, after Good to be back. Traveling and recuperating. Um, tonight, tonight, we usually do a bit of a chat at the beginning um, on entrepreneurial stories, but we have one big story that we're going to get to in just a second. This evening on the program, we're going to talk about uh, spas and beauty with uh, Victor and Richard from Intercouple Spa, popular business around the decay area and uh, later uh, in the show we'll be speaking with a mission Mayette HR consultant on culture and conflict resolution in the workplace uh, but first uh, as you know Josh of course we've been following the story very closely over the last uh, few weeks uh, this is the the big tax changes coming for entrepreneurs the federal lo liberal government uh, says it will lower small business tax rates to 10% in January and 9% in 2019 uh, this is a uh, an effort to um, I suppose stem some of the uh, or avoid some of the criticism uh, after these small business tax changes. The the uh, small business tax rate currently at ten point five percent. So again, dropping to ten percent in uh, in January and then nine in twenty nineteen. And uh, joining us in studio now is Nick Moretis, tax partner at FL. Uh, Josh, Nick, uh, your thoughts on on the government move here? Well, there, there's no question that there was some backpedaling. There's no question that when they came out with July eighteenth, the onslaught of commentary. Uh, scathing commentary from so many different associations, organizations, entrepreneurs, uh, certainly made them think a little bit and, and came back with, with some adjustments to their proposals, but not completely. So we'll turn to Nick and we'll get right into the meat of it, uh, at least some of it. And Nick, I guess that there's a few areas that they've slightly adjusted their thinking on. So let's kind of hit them one at a time. Uh, th there's no question, Dan just started talking about uh, the, the reduction in the small business rate. That's something that's kind of new when they, they came out to it with it. Maybe we can start it, there. It looks like they backpedaled a bit. Um, there was no discussion of reducing the small business tax rate. Now they're saying, well, we weren't going to do it until we looked at everything else about private corporations. So, uh, Dan, you're right. Um, it goes to 10% January 1st, 2018, and falls to 9% a year later, January 1st, 2019. So a business here in Quebec is going to be looking to pay 18% uh, as of next year, and uh, if my math is correct, 17% the year after. However, in Quebec, if you don't have uh, more than, it works out to about three employees, you, you will be paying a higher rate. So it's really uh, a proposal that's, a f that's supposed to uh, help small businesses grow. It gives them extra cash to pay down debt, buy equipment, hire employees. The, but what this seems to be going is that there were several proposals that they, they came at, uh, the government came at. Um, so this is a little bit of a gimme. So the average Canadian private corporation business, according to the government documents here, is, earns about $100,000 worth of profit pre-tax. So if they're saving a 1.5%, eventually it'll be about $1,500 worth of annual tax savings. I guess the, I guess they're going back to their their original platform. You know that the, the, there was supposed to be reduction in rates over time, so they're kind of bringing it in almost after the fact. That's right, and and they're they're, they're trying to appease, I guess, the the, the small smaller businesses because there is 
Um, I mean, they, they, those, those businesses usually are the ones that are undercapitalized. Uh, you know, they're like we've had p- people on the show where you know, had to borrow from family and friends to get into the business, et cetera. So that's what these lower tax rates are, are designed to do. So in addition to the lower tax rates, which is a bit of news today, yeah. then there's also the other items, some of the other proposed changes that they've, they've, they're adjusting, they're modifying. Uh, again, let's kind of let's touch on so, them one at a time. Income sprinkling. So the income in, there was income sprinkling, the lifetime capital gains exemption, um, converting income into capital gains, and then the discussion regarding uh, uh, investment income earned by uh, Canadian private corporations. So on the income splitting, uh, they're still maintaining the, the 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 principle that we want to limit the amount of income that can be paid to family members. But now what they seem to be saying is what was verbally said, and I can't quite find it in the written documents, is if the family member is not at all involved in the business, then any monies paid to them will be taxed at the top tax rate, regardless if it's a dollar or a million dollars. It doesn't matter. So that's automatically top rate. What isn't clear is what happens if you are working in the business and then to what degree. And the current rules that came out with the proposed rules made it very, very difficult and and the, and the scary part was, as we were talking to people, is if you started a business when you were a young man, like uh, our, our guest tonight who was uh, who has been in business for 40 years, and if you decide today I want to retire, take it easy, and my children are taking over, well, technically, according to the rules, you've just gone from being a good shareholder who can get whatever you want from the company to being a bad shareholder. You shouldn't be getting paid anything for it unless you work for it, and yet you started the business. And that's how the rules were so complicated. So we're hoping to see them narrow down the definition, make it a lot simpler, and make it a lot uh, less of a challenge between the business owner and the Canada Revenue Agency in in terms of discussing things. How does a uh, how does a government how does the Revenue Canada establish uh, who's really quote unquote working at the business, who's part time? I mean, it seems to ha- it seems hard to police that kind of thing. Well, the, the, well, this uh, I mean, aside from uh, asking the receptionist, sh- show me where. Mr. and Mrs. Uh, spouses and, 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 and all that. But if the family is in there, I mean, you can usually if they're a director, you'll know. If they're a signing authority, you know. If they're, the child is doing something in, in the business, they can see. They can, they can determine job descriptions, uh, emails, etc. That becomes difficult. Where it becomes really difficult, though, is, Dan, I can determine what you do in your work. How much are you worth? So if I think you're worth a lot less than what you think you are worth, then we're into a battle. So you're going to be asking a judge to make that decision. Mm. So that's the income sprinkling. Yeah, and 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 there's there's no question that it's going to be a question of fact, but there's going to be a lot of gray zone. That's so right. let's go to capital, capital gains, gains exemption. exemption. Well, if I understand this correctly, they're backing off on the limitation of the capital gains exemption. The original proposal said, well, the only capital gain exemption we think is justifiable is, is to the founder, to the CEO, the man or the woman running the business. Everybody else in the family, uh, un- un- unless you're also very important in the family, do not deserve getting the capital gains exemption. And if you try to get it, we will tax you in an ordinary, in inordinate manner. Uh, which led to many cases double tax. They seem to have been backing off because there has been a lot of unintended consequences by saying that. If a shareholder is not going to get a capital gain and get a capital gains exemption, it's going to be taxed as something else. There's a lot of things can, that can happen to a shareholder. What about the structures that exist today where you have that 15-year-old as a shareholder well, and it's the, going to be 18 eventually? That we don't know. There'll be more information coming out um, this week, we hear. Uh, so far, has been what we heard uh, on, on the news conference that came out around noon today and some brief documentation in here. Um, the other item was uh, capital gains and converting they seem to have uh, uh, recognized that there's a lot of unintended consequences with what they with the, what they wrote. 
Uh, so they may be looking at it to avoid double taxation, which is inherent in what they wrote, and what I call retroactive taxation as well. Uh, the fact that they couldn't figure this out before writing it, and we pay a lot of people to be very smart in finance and justice, scares me as a, as a taxpayer that you know, they didn't think this through and they waited for us. The other area which they haven't spoken to, but I'm, 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 I'm thinking that and the way they, they mentioned the, the d decrease in the small business rate is the, uh, the taxation of investment income in private corporations. So what they're still not happy about is that if you did now pay, as I said, in two years' time here in Quebec, it will be a 17% tax rate. That's 83 cents left over to do something. If you don't want to invest it in your business or if your business doesn't need the money, then fine. You're going to pay it into a holding company and use that money to invest in the stock market, to invest in real estate, to do something else, which they're not interested in uh, letting you have those 83, 83 cents. What is going to happen there, we're not sure yet. I know they came up with ideas in, in July 18. They didn't discuss it uh, on this time around, but I'm getting the feeling that they keep saying that we're reducing the rate to help businesses grow, create jobs. We're not reducing the rate so you can store more cash in your holding company for your retirement. So there's going to be there's going to be more fun coming. But that that question of in, that question of intent is also a big gray zone, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of commentary and Absolutely. backlash from that yeah. one. All right, we'll continue to follow this as we go along. And coming up next, our profile for the evening: Victor, Susana, and Richard Zilber of Intercoupula Spa. <laughs> 